This message comes from NPR sponsor Noom. Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, helps you build new habits for a healthier lifestyle. Check out The Noom Kitchen for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. Despite losing both Iowa and New Hampshire, Nikki Haley is promising to stay in the race for the Republican presidential nomination. And during a Wednesday night rally in North Charleston in her home state of South Carolina, Haley suggested that's annoying Donald Trump. We got out there and we did our thing and we said what we had to say. And then Donald Trump got out there and just threw a temper tantrum. Haley was referring to Trump's New Hampshire primary night remarks in which he called Haley an imposter and said he doesn't get angry, he gets even. And Pierre's Domenico Montanaro. We've seen how Trump needles and ridicules opponents. He's already brought up Haley's heritage, made fun of her middle name. And even though she was born in the, in the country and is qualified to run for president, he's arguing that she shouldn't be because her parents weren't born in the United States. You know, you can only imagine what he's going to pull out from the insult bag of tricks now with Haley promising to stay in. The next nominating contest is Nevada caucuses in early February, but Haley is not participating. Her campaign is casting South Carolina's February 24th primary as the next battleground between her and Trump. Following months of courtship, the United Auto Workers Union has endorsed President Biden. The union's formal backing could help him in key states and among a key demographic. Here's NPR's Andrea Shu. President Biden has called himself the most pro-union president in history. During last fall's Big Three auto strike, he became the first sitting president to visit workers on the picket line. But the UAW had withheld an endorsement, wanting more assurance that Biden would support union workers in the transition to electric vehicles. UAW President Sean Fain laid it out as a simple choice. This November, we can stand up and elect someone who stands with us and supports our cause, or we can elect someone who will divide us and fight us every step of the way. Fain went on to say this election will determine the fate of the country's working class. Andrea Shu, NPR News. Russia says a military transport plane crashed near the Ukrainian border Wednesday, reportedly killing all 73 people on board. NPR's Charles Maines reports from Moscow the majority of passengers were said to have been Ukrainian prisoners of war. According to Russia's defense ministry, the Il-76 transport plane was carrying the Ukrainian prisoners to the exchange when it crashed in the Belgorod region near Ukraine's border. Witness video posted online appears to capture the aircraft's final moments, descending at a sharp incline toward the earth before exploding in a massive fireball. Russia's local governor had warned of a potential rocket attack by Ukraine an hour before the incident. Russia's Belgorod region has come under frequent attacks from Ukraine in recent months, including a December missile strike that killed 25 people. Charles Maines, NPR News, Moscow. And you're listening to NPR News. Saudi Arabia will begin selling alcohol, breaking with a decades-long tradition of prohibition in the conservative kingdom. NPR's Jackie Northern reports that alcohol sales will only be available to non-Muslim diplomats. For roughly seven decades, Saudi Arabia has had strict rules about alcohol. Selling or consuming it could lead to a lashing or imprisonment. Even so, there was some latitude for embassies. Spirits could come in by diplomatic pouch and the like. Now Saudi Arabia is about to open its first alcohol shop in the capital, Riyadh. 
According to Reuters, customers will have to register via a mobile app and get a clearance code from the foreign ministry. There will be monthly quotas as well. But only non-Muslim diplomats are permitted to buy liquor. The move is seen as part of a broader effort by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman to open up the insular kingdom and encourage tourism. Jackie Northam, NPR News. A judge in Texas has set a February 22nd trial date to determine whether a school district can continue to punish a black high school student for refusing to change his hairstyle. Daryl George has been kept out of his regular classroom at his school in the Houston area since August. George wears his hair in twisted locks. His school district says he is violating a policy that limits hair length for male students. The trial is to determine whether the policy violates a new state law prohibiting race-based hair discrimination. Asian financial markets mostly higher in Thursday trading after the S&P 500 set a record for a fourth straight day. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News.